So before we begin this podcast, I just wanted to say this podcast is not meant to offend, defame, or slander anybody, any organization, or any person in particular throughout history. This is all just to explain a political or historical event that have been, have been scandalous and what happened through to that person or throughout that event and what's his legacy today. That's all. Thank you. Hope you are all doing well, all things considered. But honestly, I know it's not a lot, but even slow progress is progress. This morning, I discovered that my most recent episode has gotten eight plays. And I just want to wish to all of you listening, thank you so much. And please keep on listening. Really, to me, it's a lot. And let's get down to it. It's still a big business today, providing sermons and preaching on television. Nowadays, people have their own YouTube channels and podcasts, and they still have some television channels out there devoted to different people preaching. But today, we're going to focus on one of the most famous televangelists in the 80s, Jimmy Swaggart. He confessed on live television during his weekly broadcast that he slept with a prostitute. Even after this public confession, he was caught again by the police with a prostitute. The police just stopped him because they were going to give a traffic violation And his biography starts from here. So his name is Jimmy Lee Swaggart. He was born on March 15th, 1935 in Louisiana. Louisiana fast. And his father was a Pentecostal preacher. His mother was also involved in the church. So right from the start, he was just born into ministry and helping out. So that was basically what he always knew would be his purpose in life. He was even apparently a good singer. He had his own several gospel albums. And in 1958, he became a full-time evangelist, and in 1969, had a radio show. From then on, it was like success all the way. He was increasing his financial uh, payroll and also even uh, his uh, viewers and audience members. But from there, his success rose to a multi-million dollar empire. The radio show was Camp Meeting Hour, and then in six years, in 1975, he had a weekly television broadcast. The show would feature gospel music and Jimmy Swagger preaching. Schwaggert. What a last name to have. He had no swag at the end of the day. Zinger. The show was a hit, and by the mid-1980, around 2 million households would watch Jimmy Swaggart. There were other televangelists around this time, and this was competition. Competitors, competitors such as Jim Baker and Marvin Gorman. You probably have heard of Jim Baker before. But Jimmy Swaggart will publicly accuse these men of sexual misconduct, sexual misconduct such as cheating on their wives and others. Um, different accusations. He may have made up these rumors just to cast doubt on their reputation, eventually with his show gathering more views than theirs, but it did create some enemies. Now, Marvin Gorman got a hold of photographs of Swaggart at the Baton Rouge Hotel Motel with a local prostitute, and on February 1988, by the time Jimmy Swaggart, uh, his audience was like probably 7,000. Also, he was reading, like reaching at least $500,000 a week at this time, so he was very high up and one of the most successful he had been in his entire life. And February 1998, once those pictures had been sent to the public and he was preaching before his confession, he thanked his son and his wife. And next he just began to cry and stated, quote, I have sinned against you, my Lord, and I would ask that your precious blood would wash and cleanse every stain until it is in the seas of God's forgetfulness, never to be remembered, unquote. His punishment was suspension for three months by the Louisiana Presbytery of the Assemblies of God. The suspension was then made into two years, and also the Assemblies of God then took away his ministerial license. Swagger did not want any person. Sorry about that. Swagger did not want, didn't what any person would do. He then created his own ministries, Jimmy Swagger Ministries and Sun Life Broadcasting Network. And then only three years later, 
1991, in the month of October. Wow. So basically just a 29-year anniversary. California police stopped his car because of a traffic violation. That's the only reason they stopped him. And they found a prostitute in his car. And this is weird because many people say his confession was fake, uh, specifically the tears. But now when you hear this, it just makes it sound that it was fake and that he didn't really care about it. And he was just trying to get more sympathy than really express his confession. But follow our Instagram page, Scandals of History, and leave a comment on one of our posts. And you can even tell me what podcast to do next and also what you think of Swagger, if it was a fake confession or not. But please follow our Instagram page and let us know more. Thank you. The prostitute was in the car, and when Swagger was asked about the incident, according to Wikipedia, he told the family worship center, the Lord told me it's flat, none of your business. Now, I don't know if that's the way he told them that, but it just makes it sound like Swagger just did not even care. He just literally just was living with his money, he was happy with his life, and also he knew that he could never reach the success he had before. So he was just fooling around with prostitutes and doing whatever he wanted with his money. His son, Donnie, made the announcement that his father would be stepping down as the head of Jimmy Swaggart Ministries. And going back to his enemy, Gorman, Gorman did sue Swaggart for creating rumors about him, and he did eventually win the case. Also, Swaggart still preaches and conducts his business today. The ownership has been passed down to his son, Donnie. He has made kind of a comeback with his Sun Life Radio Network, a national radio station. It's also on the internet, so it has reached international viewers. And his company has a magazine, The Evangelists. And in 2009, he had gone back on TV with Sun Life Broadcasting Network. So this guy, really, like, it sounds like he was, uh, I don't even want to say a good person. And I'm not trying to defame him or even slander his name. Really, again, this podcast is just talking about historical events and scandalous events of people that happened throughout history and basically it was one of the biggest religious scandals in the country at the time but when you see a person reach this level and then he makes this mistake and making confession and then only three years later just three years he's with another prostitute making the same mistake it just makes it sound that he just wanted sympathy and that's why he just wants to keep his success and at the end of the day i think this guy he probably is still fooling around prostitutes who knows, but I'm not saying that, but, you know, it just sounds like it. Anyway, thank you for listening to Scandals of History. Please follow our Instagram page and please follow our YouTube channel, Constituted. Thank you and have a great day.